What is going on, everybody? And welcome on into tonight's Sixers game recap as we discuss the Wednesday night loss for the Philadelphia 76ers as they had to travel up to Toronto, north of the border, and they lose tonight 119 to 109. And I don't know how optimistic a lot of us were feeling after Monday night's win, which, look, that was definitely a great way to get off the slide, not a great way to start the season as you're 0-3, and you're going up against an Indiana squad that is rebuilding, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is a great way to get some of the momentum and get your confidence because it's kind of what it feels like this team just needs at the moment as they're trying to work out some things, some new pieces, and yeah, Doc Rivers. All right, we'll talk about that a little bit, but going into tonight, you knew this would be a tough challenge. Like everyone knows what Toronto is, right? It's all, all about the length. It's all about the defense. It's all about the pace they play with. They space out the court very well. It, it's very self-explanatory what Nick Nurse's team does, but in the same right, it is difficult to kind of stop. And this was going to be a great test because we're going to find out the hustle, the defense, and were they willing to stand up to Toronto who came in motivated? Remember, we were the ones. Yes, us. We were the ones that eliminated the Toronto Raptors from the playoffs last year. So you knew they were going to come in with a little bit of a revenge, some vengeance there. So the, the Sixers did not step up, and we're going to discuss it all. We're going to break it all down, what happened here tonight against the Toronto Raptors. But I want to formally welcome everyone to tonight's Sixers game recap. Of course, I'm your boy, El Parcero Philly. We are live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Of course, we are live on DSM Media as well. So shouts out to DSM Media, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, right now the comment section is open on YouTube. So drop your comments, questions, and concerns. Sixers related, NBA related. Well, we're talking it all. So, guys, drop your comments in the comments section. Um, guys, real quick, uh, we have the link for the new TikTok account all in the comment section as well. Would really appreciate it if you guys can go ahead and follow. And of course, we have the link to come on in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Come on in the show, guys. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what your thoughts on the Sixers team. Obviously, a one and four star is not what we anticipated. So I want to get your guys' thoughts. So definitely copy and paste that bad boy. Come on in the show. And uh, I want to hear from you guys. So be a part of the show. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's Sixers game recap is sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code at the checkout page, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a lot terrain watch. Ladies and gentlemen, head on over to lot terrain and make sure you guys take advantage of this great deal of 10% off. Awesome stuff, guys. All right. Keep comments, comments. We'll be reading those as this live goes on, uh, but let's get straight into this one, right? So, Look, I really wanted to see the Sixers team continue building off of what they did against Indiana. And I think what they did against Indiana, right. So I thought the defense looked better. I thought the the the, the movement was better on the defensive side. Um, I thought the bench ha gave you a lot more on the night. But, of course, that is Indiana. It's not a very talented team anymore. So, it, But it's about continuing the momentum and building that into this night here against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, and to start off this one, unfortunately, the Sixers really uh, would struggle in the beginning parts of this game, and Toronto would get off of an early lead, and that's kind of what kind of led to with their great game. Uh, the Sixers' Sixers' biggest lead all the night was only 14 points. Toronto took control from the jump, um, and really what it all was tonight was just Toronto basketball. Uh, they created a lot of turnovers. They generated a lot of points off of those turnovers, which really killed the Sixers. Toronto dominated in the fast break points. 
as they had uh, 29 points to 17 of the Sixers. And the Sixers had 12 turnovers. They, the Raptors forced us into 12 turnovers. Now, halftime, it was it was much worse. Um, but they still had their fair share of turnovers in the second half. But in the first half, that's really what allowed them to gain momentum. And, of course, you know, when you're also uh, shooting 43% from the three-point line, they were pretty successful from the three-point line, and they, they shot a lot of threes as well. That those two things really was the big factor. The Sixers' lack of defense and Toronto forcing it into some tough spots and generating points off of those turnovers. The speed of the Sixers team is really killing them. Um, Toronto is a lengthy team, plays with a lot of pace, and that really was hurting the Sixers all the night. When you're turning the ball over at that clip, I mean, it's kind of hard to to stop, right? It's kind of hard to to get the most out of it. So. Sixers ge- genuinely, uh, just it really genuinely struggled trying to keep up with Toronto's pace, and that really killed them throughout the night. And of course, this the Toronto being able to shoot forty three percent from the field, almost forty four percent. That's just Toronto ball, and the Sixers just did not move well enough. And I thought the communication was lacking as well from the Sixers team. I'm not seeing enough talk. I'm not seeing enough discussion uh, from 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 the players, and I think that that is a problem. Um, but you know, the, the three, the threes from both teams were not that far. I mean, they were exactly, they both made 16 points, but I really felt that the defense and turning the defense into offense for Toronto really was the big, big difference maker here. Look, there are a lot of teams, especially when you look at the top echelon of the, of the Eastern conference, your Boston's, your Milwaukee's, your Miami's, they're going to do what this team does at, at a, at a, at a more elite rate, in my opinion. And for the Sixers, it really is about communicating and keeping up with the pace. Um, the communication is something that they can fix. And it goes back to my point that the more that this team plays with one another, I think that that's what's hurting them right now, that the chemistry is not there. They don't know where each other's at. They are not talking out on the court either, which is really hurting this team. Um, you know, Doc Rivers... He's talking after the press or after the game, and he's you know saying that they're not playing the right way. They're not. He keeps saying, he keeps reiterating, these guys aren't playing the right way. They're not playing the right way. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, so what? What? What is the right way, Doc? Why is it that these guys are not playing the? If you have a vision of what the right way is, why aren't these guys playing to that? Honestly, that's on you, Doc. When they're not, when you say they're not playing the right way, that is on you. That is your responsibility. I'm not going to defend Doc Rivers. That's not what I'm going to do. I, I win with you guys. I think that I don't think Doc Rivers is going to be the guy that could take us to where we need to go. But I also understand it is tough to kind of give up on Doc Rivers because of the track record that he has and the longevity that he has here in this league and the respect that this man has throughout the league. But it is clear that the 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 the, the message is starting to feel a little stale. The fans have felt it, but it's starting to feel like the players are starting to feel it as well. Now things could very much change, absolutely can change. But when these guys aren't communicating, dude, it's just communicating. That's all it is. I don't find communicating that hard. That's on the coach. I'm sorry, but that's on the coach. Now, I remember watching the Netflix documentary, and it, it was a uh, it was about leadership. And they had Docker was one of the, I think it was the first episode. And one of the big factors of the OA championship 
was the, I forget the African term for family. I think it was I think it was a it was a Ghanaian term for family. And this Boston team really exemplified that they believed and they bought into that. They played as they played as one. They played as family. I don't feel that with the Sixers team. You know the whole. Remember, it was a common last year. Doc Rivers made in the press conference. It's like this team has been different. You know, there are men in a locker room where these guys won't even play cards in a plane. The fuck are you talking about, Doc? <laughs> Dude, you put. You know what? You know what you should do, Doc. You really wonder what you should do when these guys have a day off. Stick these guys in the middle of the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. Buy a buy a couple cabins and just strand those mother effers out there. No, no cell phone, no cell service, no internet. Let them out there and let them go on a team bonding trip. If that's what you feel like they need to do. Now, look, I understand the defensive woes. These guys are slow as all hell. That's really killing them. The communication is also killing them. But like I said, you can fix communication. But it, listen, when you got a starting lineup of Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, P.J. Tucker, Tyrese Maxey, and James Harden. There is not a lot of speed there, guys. This Toronto team, they play very fast. It is going to be hard to keep up with the legs of these teams. And so, again, it goes back to my point. I think that this team should try to change up the lineup. I know it's we're now at five games. I know we're five games in. It's a little too early. But after five games... Nothing has changed. You were lucky you played the lowly Indiana Pacers. You got to change something up, guys. Try Daniel House. Try Daniel House out there. You need some more speed out there. You need some You need some more gumption. I'll, listen, I'll even take the Anthony Mellon in the starting lineup for a little bit. I know you'll be a little undersized, but you can't keep playing catch-up. How many three-on-fours, two-on-three situations you see here tonight with Toronto with the man advantage? That cannot happen, guys. That straight-up cannot happen. And, I, and also, I'm not worried about Joel Hansby. Joel Embiid is struggling at the moment, and he still put up 31 points here tonight. That's who Joel Embiid is. And again, I, I, he's, he seems out of sync with the rest of the squad as well. The, the passes, just like... You know, Toronto does a really good job of switches. And that's what really is their bread and butter because of the speed that they have. So when that happens, you need crisp passes going from left to right, side to side. I just don't even see that being crisp. And that, and that was definitely a problem. Maxine and Bede were a lot of the offense tonight for the Sixers. And I give credit to Maxie. Maxie's been tired of just, you know, allowing the offense kind of figure it out and going with the flow of the game. He took matters into his own hands. And I, and I appreciate that for Maxie. Because you shouldn't keep take that. You shouldn't continue taking that. He took some hard fouls tonight, too. He wanted to make a message. And by the way, Maxie's on... Dude, he's got like three commercials out right now. Kudos to you, Maxie. Good for you, man. Get your money. Get your money. But I mean, besides... I, I think, what was it? In the third quarter, at so, like the Sixers had like 91 points from... And beat and Matt. I'm sorry. This it was like 50 points of the of the Sixers 91 points they had them at that time was from Joel and, and Tyrese. It's because they just can't play as a team. They're playing ISO ball. So like I'm still at the same point where I feel like 
the more these guys play together, the better it'll get. But I do have my reservations about Doc Rivers. I'm with you guys on that one. And I and I go back to the 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 image, the clip in the playoffs, game six against the Heat, of Doc just begging, just begging these guys to play physical, play together. And these guys are just like, uh-huh. Yep. He looked like he lost his players. It's only been five games, and I understand that. But it, it's it's just the communication, that's just something I can't I can't fathom. I these when these guys play right, what is playing right, Doc? In your honest opinion, what is playing right in your mind? In in your thought? Damn, I really want to interview Doc. So many questions I have. Beard knowledge. What's up, Phil? Been saying for a year, Doc, gotta go. And look, I learned my lesson with Joe Girardi, right? I can't sit here and say that firing coach wouldn't fix this. Now, it's still early. But obviously, firing the manager or the coach worked for the Phillies. Every time you fire a coach, especially when you're talking about a sport like basketball, like hockey, like baseball, it creates a spark in the team. It just always happens to be that. Now, this team needs to play together for a couple more games because you have too many new pieces. But I don't know if you're Doc and if you're Elton. I'm sorry. I don't know if how if you're Daryl or if you're Elton and you're watching this team and you're thinking to yourself, it'll it'll work out. It'll fix itself. I just don't know if you can think that. I think at some point you kind of have to clean like the NBA biasy glasses and you got to be real with yourself. Has Doc really made this team that much better? I understand he has. Like I understand the situation last year with the whole circumstance of Ben Simmons. And by the way, <laughs> the benching against in Brooklyn is great. But it's great because all we had we're Brooklyn fans running up our mentions, saying that we lost the trade, saying that James Harden is not going to do anything. He's going to give up on us. He won't even sign the extension. They are the ones that are crying right now. But back to the point. Doc did a really good job of keeping that team together, and they played really well. But when you don't have that adversity right now, right now, you know, going into the season, there was a lot of praise. There's a lot of expectations for the Sixers. And when you don't have that, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. That's a Ryan. That as well. The bench tonight was again non-existent. The only one really that produced you anything off your bench was DeAnthony Mellon, as he gave you twelve points. Daniel House gave you three. He got a nice shot. He's got a nice shot. I will say that. That's why I want to see him more in the start. Get get a, more some more minutes. Be involved more in the starting lineup. Just. Just having someone that can keep up with Maxi and I guess Harris would really be beneficial. And I think that PJ Tucker coming off the bench would be much, much, much more beneficial. I think it's 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 just a change of pace. And he's dangerous like that. And it doesn't mean he still can't play 30 minutes. And listen, he's gonna want to sit in that three point. At that, at that, I'm sorry, he's gonna want to sit at that corner spot because that's his bread and butter. But the bench is another issue. George Niang is a one-trick pony. If he's not knocking down threes and he's really not doing much of anything for you, he's a willing player. I don't want to take anything away from that. 
but the talent it, it's just not there. Montres Harrell, he's he's mainly there as a rim protector and some defense. Uh, and you know, you're just gonna need more from 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 House, and you're gonna need more from uh, from from Niang at the moment. Seventy six chemistry isn't working out. Doc Rivers. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, accountability is really key here, right? And especially when you're talking about Doc Rivers. How many times do you hear him taking accountability for anything? You know, I, 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 we love Nick Sirianni because of his his intensity and him understanding Philadelphia. But, you know, you love the way he takes accountability for things. The Vikings game, you're going back to week two, and I know we're talking Sixers right now, but just an example. He calls a screenplay, which led to a Jalen Hurts interception after he was having a great game. He should have not had an interception, but that was a bad play call. And what does Nick Sirianni do? He calls himself out. He said, I could have called a better play. I could have done a better job. You hear Jim Curran always taking accountability. You hear Rob Thompson taking accountability. Tortorella is for sure going to take accountability. But what is Doc taking accountability for anything? I would love to hear that, guys. When is Docker is actually taking accountability for anything? Let the hashtag start. Fire Doc. Let it begin. Man, they are dreadful. And it's listen, with no Phillies on, no Eagles on, no Union on, it's really hard for the Sixers to kind of hide away from this, the Philly sports glory. Listen, we still we still have we still hold the Sixers very highly right now because it's the NBA and because of the expectations. But for the Sixers, it's going to be very hard to hide away from this, guys. Very, very hard to uh, hide away. Uh, Maxi should be paid to keep on scoring. Now, nah, Ryan, let's not. Ryan, no, 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 no. Ryan, you wait to pay Maxi as long as you can because that frees up the books so you can sign players. You wait. You absolutely wait. Now, I mean, it's it's going to be tough to wait even even longer because, I mean. He's, he's looking really good, guys. He's looking like one of the promising young players in this league. Harden coming down a little bit back down to earth, but uh, he had a strong first half, 18 points. Uh, I mean, his shooting numbers have been really good. 41 from the field. 41, that's 41%, almost 42%, 50% from the three-point line. So you know you're getting good Harden here. You're getting a little bit of Houston Harden here. So that's definitely the key. But the main issue with this team is just the chemistry. That's just... Like that's the one thing you can put in point. It, it is it is the chemistry uh for for this team. I mean, for the for the I'm looking at the the Raptors box scores here. I mean, Siakam again was big, 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 big uh with his 20 points, big with the assist as well. I mean, he's his game is starting to be more diverse, and that's gonna be really dangerous for the Toronto Raptors. And it's interesting, they played him at the center. So a small ball is is prevalent here in Toronto, and that's that's what that was their goal. You know, Nick Nurse is a very smart coach. I'm sure he saw the tape. He sure he saw how slow this basketball team was. So he said, let's put a small ball. So Pascal at the center. Let's start OJ, Scotty, Gregory, and, and Van Vliet. And that was a great, great play call, man. Van Vliet, 15 points. Uh, uh, Gary Trent Jr. had himself a ball game. 68, almost 69, LOL, percent from the field, 50% from the three-point line with 27 points. He had himself... An absolute game. Barnes with 16. OJ and Awobi with 15. Barnes tweaked his other ankle. He twisted his ankle last year in the playoff, the left ankle. Now he twisted his right. <laughs> Dude, get him some new shoes. And then and then you get the Raptors 
draft pick this year. I believe he was a first, a second round pick. This Christian Coloco from U of A, and this kid is a he's he's a six foot. Sorry, he's a seven foot kid, and and he and he's only and he's only two hundred thirty pounds. This kid's like they, they if you're a lengthy athletic player, you are on the Toronto Raptors. But that's why they're so good. They play good defense and they can shoot the ball. And especially perimeter defense. And that's where the Sixers are really struggling. And that's 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 a big difference as well. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, guys. Link is in the comment section. You guys are more than welcome to come on in the show. I'm going to drop the link one more time. If you guys are interested in coming on in, let's go backstage. And I want to bring on Don Raynell to Sixers. Hello there. What's going on right now? How you feeling? Great. How about some sections, though? Uh, we also we won. We lost right now. Ugh. One hundred nine to Toronto. Toronto over the team who we beat in the playoffs. Over the team we beat in the playoffs. Can you believe that? Over the, the team who we beat the playoffs with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid in there, healthy. It's rough, man. Oh, no. Are you going to fire Doc too right now? Could be. I will give him a chance, but see, he's doing bad. I will get Steve coach. You get a new coach? Who would you yeah, hire? I will, get, I will get the Warriors coach. Steve Kerr? Yeah. Want to get Steve Kerr? I'm in. Yeah. Right now, I'm in. Let's do it. Go give Steve Kerr. I will do a trade with them. I'm in. Let's trade, yo, let's trade Doc for Steve Kerr. I think that's that that's fair, Brayno. Straight up, that would be good. That'd be great, man. I'm in. I'll I'll buy I'll buy a Steve Kerr jersey. I know he's not a player, but I'll I'll buy a Steve Kerr jersey. I'm in. It's rough, man. It's rough. It's gonna be a long season. But right now, you know, it's a good news. Yeah. What is ben, it? Ben Simmons looks like garbage. Oh, overrated. <laughs> Overrated. That's right, right now. That's right, man. What do you got going on there? What's what's on the sports docket tonight? Uh, I'll, I'm watching hockey. Ooh, what game you got? Knights. Uh, the Knights played yesterday. Who, who? What? What are you watching right now? What game are we watching? Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's and Anaheim Ducks. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Anaheim Ducks. That's a fun one, man. That's a fun one. Look at you right now. I was watching the New York Islanders. Kyle Palmieri scored three goals and a hat trick. That's drinking Kyle Palmieri. I can't stand that, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, right, right now, so Sixers got the Raptors again on uh, on Saturday. You think they get the revenge? Uh, could be. Could be? No, I'm like, um, not giving I'm me a lot of confidence right Friday. now. I'm waiting for Friday. with Game one, World Series? Game one, and then I'm waiting for soccer. I the bet you are, man. Unions. Eastern Conference Championship. Let's go, man. I'm excited. I'm excited right now. Right now, we'll talk on Friday. For okay. Game one. Yep. I'll be right here. Game one. Yep. I will be ready. Sounds good right now. Let me get to go Sixers right now. Let's go Sixers. Hey, I'll talk to you soon. Right Ray to Ben Simmons. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Appreciate you right now coming on in as always, man. So that's, I guess that's one thing we can, you know, hold our hats off. We got the Phils in the World Series, the Union in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Ben Simmons is garbage. That's that's what we can hold our, our hats on. But 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I'll, I'm going to take this 10 games at a time. You know, I'm not to sound like Chuck Fletcher. I know that's a name we don't want to talk about, but I'm going to take it into 10-game increments at this point. These first 10 games so far have not looked good. One and four is unacceptable. That is that is the case. Um, we you, you give a little slack because of the play, the PC to get implemented, um, but there's frustration. I mean, you can see in Joel's face. I mean, you can see in P.J. Tucker's face. P.J. Tucker doesn't take the bull crap. I mean, he's a guy who wants to win at any cost. And so it needs to get better. So we'll see what happens because you got to bounce back here, right? You got to, um, you're going, you're still in Toronto and it's so funny that they did back to back here in Toronto. Um, but you got, you're, you're still in Toronto. You'll be in there until Friday. Um, so game two, this, this set, I forgot. We got back to, so you got Friday in Toronto and then Saturday in Chicago. I forgot about the Chicago game, but you got punched. And it is what it is. But now you got to punch back on Friday. And we'll see if the Sixers can do some punching back. It'll be really telling. If you get beat down again, I think that is shows more of this team at the moment. And it's not a good sign whatsoever. You don't want to get beat down twice. Um, a 10-game loss is not the worst in hindsight. But this one should have been more than a 10-point loss here for the Philadelphia 76ers. So work to be done. It is not looking good. But the beauty of it is it's still early. It is still early. And... The fire dock, it's really real in Philadelphia. It really is. All right, guys, it's going to do it for tonight's Sixers game recap. Again, the Sixers fall to the Toronto Raptors, 119-109. to We back at it again for the rematch on Friday night between both of these sides in Toronto. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you guys hit the like button if you enjoyed tonight's content. Subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, we are also available where every stream podcast from Apple, Google, and Spotify Find us under Oi in Philly Sports. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you uh, don't forget tonight's Sixers Game Recap is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, if you use my promo code at the checkout page, Barcelona Philly, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I go by the name of Barcelona Philly, and I'm telling you guys... Let's go Sixers. Guess trust that damn process, huh? Talk to you guys soon.